All right, we are back. So let's start with Frank's story. What? How old was Frank. Arthur? How was it a decision? Okay. So my sister and I are 15 months apart, mm-hmm. which now I'm like, I definitely was not planned to come that early, I don't think, because mm. mum was pregnant when Leah was six months old. Yes. I was like, mum, how did that happen everyone is so different i've had conversations around like when you get your period back blah 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 yeah um arthur was a boob fiend so originally i had wanted to pretty close together yes. maybe i was like anything from 18 months onwards i'd yes. be fine with because now i'm like oh, 18 months still i feel like yeah. they actually are such a good age there's such a good age gap um but yeah before knowing that, definitely wanted them closer together. Mm. But again, decisions, do you want to stop breastfeeding, basically. Mm. Was. So I got my, after a year, mm-hmm. I still didn't have my period. And I thought, I thought it was supposed to come back, you know, once they start solids, like yeah. less. But he was a big boob fiend, especially mm. at night, which apparently your prolactin's higher if it's this, you're still doing the night feeds. Interesting. Um Anyway, I was like, well, I still want to breastfeed. So Mm. when Arthur was a year, um, I saw um, my hormone specialist guy uh, who a friend recommended. He's amazing. Is he natural or medicine or? (sighs) More medical. But he just knows everything. He doesn't sort of waste time with like unnecessary things. And he's a bit more natural. I think he was seen Sheridan for a while and like recommends... Uh. Forage for certain things, and so, so he's, he's kind of got his and like even like working with an acupuncturist. Like he said a lot of things that Fantastic. my acupuncturist asked about and stuff, Fantastic. like progesterone levels and blah blah. But like along the lines of yeah. So anyway, he's great, um, Doctor Ali Aragi. He's just up in Warana, but he's great for any like hormonal Epic. kind of thing. Yep. So saw him and he just said, "Prolactin's too high." Um, yep. So. You need to make the decision if you want to keep breastfeeding, keep breastfeeding, but you probably won't get a period back yet. If you really want a second kid, you can make the decision to stop breastfeeding. Is it not hard? Because you great, probably knew like, that, but it's like you almost just need yes. someone to tell you it, like yeah. give you the – Or just the, see, see the data like, okay, yes, obviously that that's my prolactin's too high. And just yeah. kind of reassuring that it wasn't something else. Like, wasn't yes. like, oh shit, you have like no other hall. Like, which I know when your prolactin's high, your estrogen and progesterone are a lot lower, mm. which is apparently why um, a lot of women don't have a lot of sex drive um, if they're breastfeeding. Because what's similar like sex drive in women again? I think it's, I think estrogen? it's estrogen. Yeah. Interesting. Um, not testosterone like it is in men? No, not testosterone. Interesting. Um, you don't have that? Fuck no, yeah, love that for no, you. no, yeah, love that for me. And Jake, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely lower than yeah. Like when I mean, second trimester pregnancy is probably like the peak. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? You say that we just released um, a podcast with Gracie on the journey of pregnancy series oh, we're doing, she and goes? she was just saying, "I am ravenous oh, okay. for sex." Yeah, wait till and I, I get onto this pregnancy. So interesting. We had a bit of a complication. With that second trimester, sex drive. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Tell anyway, us the anyway, so yeah, so <laughs> then just decided, I think at 14 months, I was like, okay, um, look, you've had a good 14 months being exclusively on the boob, just because I found freaking pumping. Yeah. Kudos to people who can do it. It is so much work. Yeah. And then 
Well, I think I did it just like three times and I'm like, straight from the source, mate. This is way too hard. And, and at 11 months, he went through a growth spurt or something because he was feeding six times overnight and three times in the day and eating heaps. Wow. And I was like, what? what? Massive. What? So, yeah, that's when at like a year I was like, oh, okay, well, you've had a good run. Yeah. 14 months, I was like, okay, we're going to start to phase off. My plan was I'll be down to like one or two feeds a day. Mm. I'll still be able to breastfeed and get pregnant and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, as soon as I started restricting Arthur's boob intake, he was like, well, fine. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. You don't want me. I'm not going to come. Yeah. <laughs> so, he just went from from 60 to zero. Yes. Um. So, and I was like, okay, well, that's fair enough. If you're not wanting it, then yeah. that's all good. Um, yeah. And he's a great eater and everything. So I wasn't so sort of worried good. that he wouldn't be getting nutrition. And He's such um, a good eater. He's such a good kid. He's I got been... into that pate you gave me, actually. Sorry, guys, I say this because um, <laughs> Arthur was having pate on his toast the other day. Pate and, and like, sauerkraut. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking <laughs> sick. And then you gave me a little pot. I've been loving it. I've been yeah, having it oh on good. toast with yep. like pesto and rocket and stuff. And it's oh, just been so would be good. So <laughs> yeah, he'd be jealous. <laughs> so yeah, thought we'd have kids closer together than we ended up. Um, 14 months, stopped breastfeeding, got my period back right away. And then got pregnant the next month um, wow. without knowing. And then um, went overseas my cousin's wedding and had like a really weird period Mm. it was like lighter and like darker almost like dried blood kind of thing and Mm. I was like oh maybe it's like just my body getting back into the flow of things yeah blah blah blah. and this is your second period back his second period back yep and um went and saw my acupuncturist because I'd been seeing her for a little while because I said we're sort of thinking about getting pregnant again, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she was just checking my pulse and, blah, and she's like, just because I was still having my period. And I think this is like day nine of having Because mine always five days, the fifth day is like barely anything, mm. blah, blah, blah. So this is like day n- I'd gotten back from being overseas. This is like day nine of bleeding. Um, and she was like, just do a pregnancy test, blah, blah, blah. And so the pregnancy test was positive, but it was really faint. Anyway, went back and saw Dr. Ali and did some tests. And But he was like, he's so blunt, which is great, but also like, huh. Yeah. He's like, it's probably a miscarriage. And I was like, huh, okay, great, great to hear. Thank you for that. That's a shock. I'm going to go cry now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was because they're like excited. And then I'm like, but I kind of knew at the same time because I'm like, oh, it's not implantation bleeding because it's too late for that. Yeah. Um, and that's a long time, nine days. It's a lo- and so it was like 11 days of, of that. And then, yeah, just got the bloods done and, yeah, just found out. And my mum was overseas, so I remember calling her and be like, I just need my mummy. And she was, she was great. She's like, it just, you know you can have a perfect child. You know you can have a perfect pregnancy. This one just, there was something that wasn't right and yeah. it just needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So um, good. Yeah, so it was like heartbreaking, but then also was sort of the best of a worst scenario because obviously you can have yes. miscarriages way later and then have to get um, like a surgery to remove oh, it all and yeah. and be a lot more heartbreaking. So shitty mm. situation, but, you know, the best of, of a shitty situation. Um, yeah. And Dr. Ali was like, well, the good news is, you know, you're pretty fertile if you're 
like totally. one per- one period back and then getting pregnant. So that was yes. kind of hopeful. But then again, like, so he said, listen, the suggestion is to sort of leave it a month before you try again. I think that kind of, it was like, like six weeks before I got another period. Yes. Again, anyway. And then it was probably three months after that that we got pregnant. Yeah. So not a huge journey, but again, like every month that it doesn't, happen and and you just start questioning everything you did was I doing too much high intensity training was it because I was having coffee like one coffee every day Uh, when I was over in Italy like yeah like it's nothing that you do it's just no how the I mean I just like to blame the man it's probably something wrong with sperm you know (laughs) (laughs) my eggs are great (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, it is really hard and I just think as you say it's nothing that you do but you you are going to blame yourself. That's normal. Yeah. And just let yourself feel those emotions and let it pass through without believing that story yeah. that we tell ourselves. You know, yeah, 100%. it's like the whole epidural thing. You're going to ask for it. Don't get upset that you've asked for it, but just like acknowledge just those give feelings. It, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. it some time and space, and then and like I'd still like remember the date that it would have been due and and stuff like that. So like yeah, it's like fucking hard, but um, mm. it's so common to and. I think you need to acknowledge that it's not uncommon. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so got, thankfully didn't take very long to get pregnant again. But then, obviously, I was like, I don't want to tell anyone because it might be another miscarriage. Mm. And so I was, like, much more fearful in the beginning that something would happen. But I think then at, like, like eight weeks or something, I was like, oh. We definitely told family earlier because I said if I have another another miscarriage, I'd want family to know anyway. So yeah, I could cry on their shoulder. So yeah, can't remember when we told people, but I was like, I just want to wait a little bit longer to tell, you know, extended family and friends. Well, I remember when you came over for dinner and we had gnocchi. Yeah, I know. And you I weren't going to come, and then I told you we were having gnocchi, and you're like, "Fucking oath, I'll come." Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, I didn't God. know then, nor did you tell me then, but you were definitely pregnant. I was pregnant, and I the smell like of parmesan. Ch- you made you made me like you made the salad to go with it, and I had like oh, it was like one a, a salad I usually love, like pine Rocket nuts pear, parmesan, and parmesan, pine and I was like, yeah. the smell of parmesan is rank right now, but it tastes ah, delicious. So interesting. It's very confusing to it's my brain. It's conflicting. But yeah, had a lot more vomiting and nausea. I, actually, and I, I sort of knew I was pregnant, but didn't want to allow myself to like get my hopes up. So we were yeah. in, my mum and my brother and I went to Tassie. My brother was supposed to do a 10K run down there. And I was like, an excuse to go to Tasmania. I'm like, yeah. oh, we should go and support him. Totally. Are you going to go anywhere else? No. Brisbane run? Cool. Go for it. Yes. No, no, no. We need to be there. <laughs> um, so went down, took Arthur. It was such a great trip. I think the run was on the Sunday. It was Saturday morning. We went out to Brekkie. And I don't know whether, because I don't drink coffee a lot. And I was like, oh. I started feeling sick after breakfast and I thought, oh, maybe it was because I had a coffee. Mm. I had it with like eggs and things, which usually like I don't get sick mm. if I've got food in my tummy anyway. Uh, just, oh, maybe I could be. And I reckon I was day like 27 or 26 <sighs> even. Like it was so early on. I was like, it's too early to, like I didn't get, feel start to feel nauseous with Arthur until like I was sort of like six weeks pregnant. Yes. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, we're in Tassie. Like, it's still fine. Like, if it is, I'll, um, I'll uh, just do a pregnancy test. 
yeah. when we get home and whatever. Just don't don't think into it. Like, blah, blah, blah go, go about your day as normal. Yeah. And then my brother, oh, and I, start, I said, I think it was around lunchtime, and I'm like, oh, I'm just like feeling a bit sick today, blah, blah. And my brother goes, oh, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit sick today too. And then mum, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit, oh, great. And then my brother actually had which I think he had food poisoning rather than gastro because mum and I didn't get it. Um, so my brother was sick. And so, oh, okay, well, we've all just got gastro. Damn it, not pregnant. Blah, blah. Uh, my anyway, gosh, so he left it that whole weekend and I was like, I'm not feeling any better, but I haven't been sick. Mum's fine. Anyway, got back and, um, yeah, did a pregnancy test. I looked at it and it's not going with the two lines and I'm like, I knew I wasn't pregnant. It's probably just still like sickness from Joey, but I just didn't didn't get it as hectic. Okay, I'll go put the clothes on the line. And then I came back in from putting the clothes on the line because there was just a few. So I came back and it was a double line. I was just like, oh, I was so excited. Oh. And then did another one later in the day. And then this time around, I was like, oh, I want to do... Because last time I just like took it and went straight and showed Jacob. And now I was like, oh, I want to do something like a little bit more fun. Yes. So I hit it in a... Um, Tim Tams, I got Tim Tams, which Jacob loves, and I took them all out and put them in a Tupperware in the fridge and then um, hid them in there. <gasps> Good idea. And then so Jacob came home that night and um, I was like, oh, how's your day? And he's like, oh, I had a shitty day, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, that's good. I got something from the shops that might make you feel better. I said, Arthur, can you go take these over to Daddy, please? <gasps> and so he takes the Tim Tams and he's like, oh, cool, you got me Tim Tams. Like... And I could see him open it and, like, a little bit disappointed that there were no Tim Tams. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, because one had flipped over and he was like, it took him a little, like, a second to register. And then he was like, no way. And then I'm like, don't worry, there's still Tim Tams. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but then was like. I get a baby and Tim Tams. Yeah. Is best and then we were just, like, really happy. And, um so then, yeah, definitely a That's lot. That's a really cute idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good and sort of like cheered him up as well. Yeah, Bad day. And nausea and vomiting were hectic this time around. But I reckon from like 10 weeks, I started to feel a little bit better. And then pretty much as soon as hit 13 weeks was fine for the rest Amazing. of the Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Amazing. again, like pretty much just... Good energy and yeah, nothing too bad the second time around. Was prepared for the heartburn this time, and this time I didn't get it till about thirty weeks. Whereas with Arthur, Amazing. I got it from sort of twenty weeks onwards. Um, yeah, I think I was just more prepared again. Like had the pillows ready to stack when I slept, and yeah. Um, oh, and I told you I had that Ayurveda towards the end. I needed um, Gaviscon or my yeah. or whatever those things are called. Um, but it's like. Juice of half a lime and I think quarter of a teaspoon of bicarb soda mix. In water. Shot, have some water afterwards. No, just on its own. <gasps> oh. Tastes horrible, but I swear it's so good for heartburn, <gasps> especially when it's, like, not too bad. So you said like that you started kind of at 30 weeks, off, so you started yeah, that. Yes, yeah, so I started yeah. that, and that probably got me through to, like, 35 weeks. That's amazing. And then probably for the – oh, probably 36 weeks even – and then for the last month, I had to take um, my lantern. But only like so a half one again? as I slept. Uh, juice of half a lime and quarter of a teaspoon of bicarb soda. Shot it Shot and then it. chase it with water. Chase it with water because it tastes like ass. But yeah. it worked for me. It might not work for everyone. And again, like if you feel, you feel like it's coming on, especially second time, I kind of knew 
when it only usually hit me at the end of the day. Like I didn't have it all day. It was mostly when I went to bed at night. So usually mm. after dinner, if I felt anything, I'd just take that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the first trimester. And my acupuncturist said, I don't really know. It's something to do with the hormones, but I don't really know why morning sickness is a thing. I think they've discovered something now, but anyway. But mm. she said, you, when are you getting it? And I said, oh, both. She said, morning is usually your liver trying to process the excess hormones and things. And then the evening um, is exhaustion. And when you have a toddler, you can't take a two-hour nap nap yes. at the end of the day, especially because Arthur dropped his day sleep bang on turning two. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, full days and just – but, again, lucky that I only had it for that first trimester. Those women who get um, – High premises. High premises. Oh, oh my God, I feel awful. so... I would never want to be pregnant again if I had pregnancy. Like same, same. Whereas Surrogates I'm all the way. so lucky. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm like, I will be a surrogate. I play Yeah. <laughs> so good. Except for the first show, show if you could just... Just take that. And like, it's the worst because that's the time where not many people know you're pregnant and you're yes. like, okay, I'm not like a... Sh- like a lazy shit person. I'm no. Just, I'm just pregnant again and really struggling. Yes. Um, yes. But, yeah, from then on was was great. Um, what did I do differently this time? Was you were doing, doing Reformer Pilates, I, I was doing much more Reformer yeah. um, because I, I was teaching it as well, um, whereas yeah. I was just teaching yoga with Arthur. So I definitely did more yoga with my first pregnancy, more Reformer this time. Mm. I honestly don't know what or any difference. It, I, didn't, I still feel like I'm in my body. I was yeah. really like a little bit more limber with Arthur, a little bit more, a little bit stronger with... Yeah. But still doing yoga. Um and then uh, seeing my acupuncturist regularly mm-hmm. um, through pregnancy and then um, definitely listening to more birth stories, but only towards the end. I feel like mm. sort of in the beginning and middle stages, you're like, well, I'm not in that headspace yet. Like, we've still yes. got ages to go. Yeah. Um, and then from like 30 weeks, it's just like bam, bam, bam. Like every week down, you're like, oh, getting closer. Yeah. So definitely started listening to heaps of – um, birth stories on your podcast. So good. Um, yeah, did the birth workshop with you, seeing yeah. the acupuncturist, doing reformer. And I'm pretty sure I did reformer up to like 37 weeks, 36 yeah. weeks. I think it was after that that you came to like a couple of I did a couple, the Sunday classes. Yes, I got in a couple. It's so much yeah. harder to find a time with oh, Arthur's schedule. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. It's totally different. Yeah. But totally uh, different. lucky enough that I can just do stuff at, at home too. Cool. But yeah, so doing, doing like similar prep but different prep, I yeah. guess. Like um, still making time to move my body and everything, but just maybe it looks slightly different when you've got a kid. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely found your birth workshop amazing. So good. Just in terms of, okay, so the biggest preparation we did for birth with Arthur was the calm birth workshop. Yeah. In terms of the information giving. Oh, and doing that day at Coast Life where they sort of go through. Yes. Um, and like the BRAINS acronym, which I found really helpful. Yeah. Um, and then, but doing your birth workshop, I think because you're sort of, you've got, 
the midwifery skills mm. and more of the medical side. You're not like, oh, if you don't do it completely natural, you failed as a mother or a mm. woman. Yeah. Whereas I think my sister did the hypnobirthing course and she felt her partner especially was like, oh, they just made it. And because he's from a medical family too, he was yeah. like, they basically shat all over the medical professionals. Yeah. Like if you don't do it without any medication, then you then you've done it wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus, that's a lot of pressure going in. Like, yeah. And then she obviously um, ended up having, you know, some interventions in her birth and yes, then that, like, God. Them making them feel like yeah. shit. Yeah. Just as a, um, like, side note. Yeah, my sister, like, the, mm. she had a posterior birth. So really, really, like, a three-day labor. Mm-hmm. Um, bubs came out. She ended up having an epidural, which she said she loved. Um, bubs came out naturally, but then mm-hmm. the placenta was attached to the uterine lining. So then when that came out, she lost three litres of blood. Yes. So if she was at home, every chance she could have died. Catastrophic. So thank God she yeah. was at the hospital. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so knew I didn't really want to delve into that and think that way. Like I knew things could happen again. Oh, yes, because second trimester with him – Found out I had a low line placenta, mm, so that's right. no intercourse. And I'm like, oh. I am so horny. <laughs> and I was like, where are all my vibrators? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. I mean, you can watch if you want, but um. <laughs> you do your thing. I'll do mine. Yeah, yeah, over yeah. Here. He was very lucky for a little while, and then I'm like, all right, it's, it's too much. I can't. <laughs> Need to focus. I'll sort myself out. You're, you've been taken care of for a while now. Um, which, as well, we went overseas at 30 weeks. We went to New Zealand and had like a little baby moon. Arthur stayed with my mum, which was so good for us. And we had just like nice time together. And it was just Amazing. a beautiful way to connect and just sort of enjoy that time. Um, yeah. But yeah, so when we got back from that, had the 32 weeks again, placenta had moved. Everything's all good. So perfect. Which for me, I was like, because I couldn't allow myself to get into the head space of, okay, you will have a natural birth. So I was like, I might have to get a C-section. I'm the same thing. Yeah. Like if there's something in the way, if it has to be done. Yes. You just have to surrender to that. But in my mind, I was thinking, no, no, it'll move. It'll move. Like, But also wasn't getting in the headspace of natural birth, natural birth when something was so out of your control. I'm the exact same. It's like. Changing an expectation is hard, but if there's no expectation in the first place, I'm fine. Yes. But if I'm like, dead set, this is happening, and then it doesn't, it's just like a full big out. But then I have days where I'm like, oh, are we so unfair? I feel like I'm doing more prep this time. It's your second time around, so you know what to expect. I feel like I'll just be able to, because Arthur was a pretty good birth, I feel like I'll be able to have a good, like really nail it this time, you know? Yes. Um, so then thinking, oh, I might not get that birth. I was like, that's so fucking unfair. Like, totally. Let me do it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, so, yep, once that got cleared, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think at like 36 weeks when Kath was measuring me, again, I went through Coast Life and I got um, sort of the whole – the package. package. Yeah, so yes. the antenatal, the birth, the birth and the postnatal. And so that I would yeah. have my midwife there with me on the day, so which good. I love the idea of because she could be the one advocating for us and Jake yes. and I could just be our team and just be in our little bubble and she could be the, yes. the leader of the pack kind yeah. of thing. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so at 36 weeks, she was like, oh, your belly's – and I think 
at 34 weeks when I saw her, it was measuring like a little bit low. And I said, it's just measuring a little bit mm. low on the small side. Like I'll get someone else to have a look at it. What were you like with Arthur? And I said, I, I don't think I was ever big with Arthur, but mm. I said I placenta was on the front too, so I don't know if that makes a difference, mm. which I still think potentially like my belly looked a a lot more out with Arthur, whereas I feel like this time it definitely had that, like, drop and Interesting. Curve. And potentially because with Arthur the placenta was right on the front, whereas with Frank it was mm. on the back. Um, Any hoodles. So that, like, petrified me because I had a girl who'd been coming to my reformer and yoga classes who had to have a, um, a caesarean because her placenta, I think, ha- wasn't working. Ah, uh, um, okay. So she's like, she's like, you can... Just leave it and do nothing. You can get a scan and that way we can check that the placenta is working. Um, you're, you could have like a little tear in the um, in the sac so the amniotic fluid could be slowly leaking. Mm. Like it will just check everything. And I was like, I, I was like, I'll call Jacob, but I know what his answer is going to be. So, it's yeah, let's get scan. the scan. Yeah. yeah. Better be safe than sorry. Yeah. And it was because everything was working fine. So after that yes. scan – but it's like a week of like, again, like, oh, is it the one coffee I've had a week? Is it yes. like this? Is it the, that? Is it because I'm a bit ju- – no, no, no. It's nothing that you're doing. Yes. It's just the way your baby's growing. Yes. Um, uh, and, again, I don't think with Arthur I probably didn't have a scan from 20 weeks onwards. So mm-hmm. I don't know what Arthur would have been measuring. Yeah. Um, anyway, got him measured and stuff and it was in like the – he was like the 14th percentile or something. Mm. So they were like, okay, we'll send these results off to school. They'll call you. You mm-hmm. might need another scan like in a couple of weeks, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, school sent through the report and was just like, no, nah, it's fine. Yes. Like, so if it good. was the 6th percentile or anything Definitely. lower, like then we'd be concerned. But yeah. everything else looks great. It's yeah. just a small bub. Like, Perfect. I was like, mm, oh, well, probably better than a huge bub. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um. So then was grateful that, like, I didn't have to get any more scans on. I could still proceed as naturally. Like, yes. perfect. Okay, get back into that mindset. Um, so this is two things so far for those at home counting. Things. We've had the low-lying placenta, low-lying placenta cleared, small babe cleared. Yeah. But it's just these – and, like, although they're both totally normal, mm-hmm. it's these little fragments of fear, of, like, doubt, all that stuff, which is, I think, going to – I just wanted to – flag that for yes. as we go on because Especially I think it's interesting for like the mental first game. pregnancy everything textbook yes. so second pregnancy you think my body's done this before like yes. everything will be like even better second time yeah. around right yeah um so yeah having and I know there are only little things but I was like yeah you just go mm-hmm. into that oh shit what did I do or mm. what if I have to get a cesarean and I think like I just really want a natural birth because I've done it before mm. um mm-hmm. Anyway, so that helped getting that clear because then again, like the couple of weeks leading up to birth, I could really, you know, do my baths and sort of mm. get in that headspace. And yeah, mm. as you said before, I just really wanted to sort of have it second nature this time. Yes. So going back to your workshop, it was great having the medical side and still encouraging all the natural mm-hmm. things that you can do to like, you know, every phase of pregnancy and birth. Yeah. Um, the most helpful thing that Jacob and I both found was that just the stages and the position, because I knew I wanted to try, I didn't want to be still in one position. I didn't want to be gritting my teeth like I was 
for a bit with Arthur for sure. Um, so I just wanted some more, uh, what does Jacob say? More tools in my arsenal. Um, yes. To draw from in case that didn't feel right or whatever. Yes. But I loved how you were like, okay, this is the first stage of labour. This is what it will feel like. And these are the tools that you can use to encourage Bob's slowly coming down yes this is the second step like mid pelvis this is what it'll feel like this is probably the best positions yeah this is the intense stage of labor where you're getting towards the end you're having that self-doubt this is Mm -hmm. what it'll feel like this is the positions that you can do to encourage bubs along yeah whereas in the calm birth course she was amazing and maybe she did say this and maybe i didn't take it on board but she sort of just we got given position, different positions to try, mm. but didn't know when to do them or what it would feel like in my body. Yeah. Still do like, oh, this is what's happening in the pelvis, but yeah. someone's spelling it out for you. Okay, when bubs is mid-pelvis, you will feel the back passage, pressure in the back passage in the contraction, but then when the contraction stops, it'll have gone. Whereas yes. in the intense part, it'll be there the whole time, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, Jacob and I would practice just once a week, one night a week. It takes five minutes, ten yeah. minutes. Just go, cool, let's try a couple of positions um, in that first stage, in that mid-pelvis and in the inlet. Inlet, mid-pelvis. Outlet. Outlet. Nice. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> in and then out. Um, and sort of went through them and I was like, oh, I really like this one. I feel like if it's like last time, this one will be. So we had like yes. little asterisks and like – I on had, your favourite ones. Yeah. And I had like three birth affirmations that I told him were my favourite. So just keep yeah. – and I said – I had it like just written in notes that I'd sent to Jacob. And I'm like, this is your job. Just yes. tell me to breathe. Give me different positions. Yes. And oh, this – he was so amazing this time. So, so good. It's a great tip, by the way, that once a week doing a few different yep. positions. And again, like it yep. does not take much – it's not like, oh, okay – to tonight it's going to be a three-hour workshop no. no it takes five minutes you just yes. rock a bit this this way and try like a standing a yes. line and a sitting or whatever perfect and i know even for me like i tried some of them and I'm like, i know i'm not going to like this one in birth Absolutely. so probably don't suggest someone <laughs> yeah yeah um, i suggest it but i probably might not like it so i won't be there for the five contractions yes. in this position yeah um and i remember texting you about the asymmetric one because Jacob's like no I think it's just five like going from one side to the other and I'm like no I think it's five one side and then you switch to the other and so I messaged you yeah. and you were like just remember that intuition will trump everything so yeah. if something doesn't feel right just don't do it and I intuition was like, yeah, always right. trumps logic yeah yes intuition trumps logic which coming to the birthday like definitely played into it I do have a question did you do many more contractions or did you feel you didn't really need to because you'd been through birth blah 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 yeah no not many because I'm like okay yeah mock contractions are great and I think if you're maybe not used to breath work but I think doing so much yoga and stuff I was good at getting my mind into focusing on my breath Absolutely. and I think I said to you in the workshop I'm like you were like oh how did you find that you were okay through that and I was like yeah because it's just not nearly as intense as labor like yes doing and you were even doing doing the toe toe tucks I'm like it's got nothing on labour. And you also just it's just like a it. different feeling. Yeah. I did um, pack a comb that I didn't end up using, but I feel ah. like that would, would be helpful. Yes. Um, just as like a distraction. Yes. Um, 
Whereas the same with those like squeezy balls. I use those for Arthur in like the first stage, but then I didn't take them to the hospital, which is probably yes. where. But I remember um, with Arthur, I was smacking in the bath, the side of the bath. So good. That really helped. And I'm like, I'm probably going to break their bath. Is that that, um, that birth skills book you were talking about? Yes. Is that that Juju? Juju. Yeah, I really want to read that. It yeah, sounds I've got amazing. I might borrow it. it. But I may have taken it back. It's great. Yeah. Great. Fuck you, like my little and library then, at the moment. The other, yeah. <laughs> Um, there was one other one that i read which was just like birth stories yeah and they were all very like back in the day like interesting yeah i can't remember what that one was which i found good but i found the burskers one yes amazing if you're going to read one book i highly recommend that one because it doesn't go into it's not fear-mongering it's not you must do it this way or you fail it's just like here are some things to do that women have found work for them. Yeah. And I remember, especially with Arthur, one thing that was in that book again and again was sort of um, match the pain with your, like, energy output. Yes. So start off deep breaths and then get a bit more, mm, and then by the end, ooh, like, you know, so really go, like, true. match the, like, Make and, like, you might start with, like, some input. tapping and then you'd be, like, fully yeah, yeah. banging. So just like it, even with, like, the stomping in your legs. Yes. Yeah, I did a little bit. I didn't do it when it got intense because I found it was, like, pressure on my, like, pelvic force. Yes. Like, it just didn't feel Fair. great. But I felt squeezing with my hands on the bath, tapping the bath. Um, that helped. Epic. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah, so get into the bath. Yeah, so... Birth. So you were doing a home birth or you were doing a hospital no, with still your midwife? hospital, especially yep. after what happened with Leah. Jacob was like, yes. he was like, why? Actually, we had a really good conversation around it and I realised the home birth was just coming from ego. Yeah, so me being like, I can have a home birth. Because he said, what's different? <gasps> and I said, I still get my, my water birth. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, because with Arthur, we didn't see a doctor. We yep. had Mel and then the second girl, Sam, came in yep. at the end. And that's that's all Perfect. we saw. And then we Perfect. got we left six hours later. Yeah. Um. So he was like, "What's different?" I was like, "Oh, I like I, I like the idea of a home birth. I like being in my own space and then just being able to get into my own bed." Yeah. But then we're five minutes from the hospital. We had the four to six hour discharge last time. Hopefully, we can get that this time. Yeah, it's coming from ego. Yeah. Good on he you. He said, "What if what happens to Leah happens to you?" And he's like, "I know it most likely won't." But what if something happens and we need to be at the hospital and then you end up calling the ambulance, ambulance is busy. A friend of mine has a hectic birth story. Um, they live in Melbourne at the moment They're from Sydney. Um, one of my best friends from high school, his wife, ended up having second kid, came a lot sooner than they thought, was born, blue, had to call the ambulance. They're waiting like ages to ambulance. Alex actually ended up driving Mel to the hospital. She was a midwife, thank God, so she sort of knew what to do. But they were like, if we were just your average Joe Blow, like, maybe we could have died. So, so they, they birthed at home by accident? Like, it's not like their midwife yeah, was there? Yeah, did not plan. They, they were they going to do a hospital, hospital birth. <gasps> um, so yeah, did so she again, have to like, give like, her baby wanna... CPR? Or what yep. Was... Oh, Fuck, yeah. that's terrifying. And again, like, oh, my gosh, she's a bloody, like, superhero for sort of knowing what to do. But they were so angry at the hospital system because they're like, we needed an ambulance. And you guys were like, sorry, too much traffic or whatever. So they ended up driving themselves. But it, it's not, the, like, it's not, like, uh, New South Wales Health, I guess, at the time. Like, it's not the ambulance driver's fault. Like, nah. you know what I mean? Like, 
Nah. I don't know who to blame in that situation. But oh, you know, again, gosh. I don't want to put fear into people. Obviously, that's an extreme example. Yes. Um, and but ideally, an we're not of... having babies at home without midwives. Like, say if that oh, happened exactly, at a home birth, like exactly. midwives have, have all the home births and the... you, 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 yeah. you're going to be prepared. Yeah, 100%. And there's the recess stuff. Yeah. And, and hey, that yeah. might be a, more of a pro for a home birth in case yeah. that happens. And... Um, my midwife did say this time she'd be like, "Oh, you'd be like a perfect candidate for a home birth next time." Yeah. And I like looked at Jacob, and he's like, mm, "We'll see." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, we were. I was like, "I'm totally happy with." I, I could not fault Scooth. Amazing, time. So, and you don't have any negative connotations. I don't with have the any negative. And, we yeah. had. I forgot to say with Arthur, I had that continuous monitoring, and I know at your birth workshop you said like three yeah. reasons why they would do it, and we didn't have any of those, so I don't know why you we had the CTG the whole time, the whole time, the whole the time pretty much, but it didn't fall off at all. Mm. Like they didn't didn't have to readjust it at all. I didn't know it was there. It was just like in the background and. It was cool because Jacob could see it and he was like, whoa, that was a big contraction. And I was like, oh, that's cool that you can tell that. So yeah. it didn't interfere. It didn't Amazing. bring me out of my reptilian brain so at all. So good. So, again, in a like a situation where you're going to choose some method of intervention, I feel like it didn't intervene in any way. Yes, yes, um, yes. I don't know why we – I think maybe because so, they, maybe they asked me what Bub's movements were like and maybe I was like, oh, to be honest, I – haven't really been paying attention but I don't that could very well be yeah. why so maybe they were like oh we can put it on just to be safe and i was your probably at that time like broken oh, they broke yeah. your waters and you hadn't been laboring that long yeah no that's interesting and there was no other risk factors and you were like not f- over 41 weeks were you no. no arthur was born 40 plus four yeah, that would be the only thing I could think of. But I'm so stoked so that didn't bother you yeah, because that's so rare that it actually is on and, and you don't yes. have to fuck Because I remember it. you saying at the birth workshop, like, it can, it can fall off and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh. oh, I didn't have any of that. But then, yeah, Jacob and I were like, why did we have it? And Jacob was like, maybe because you were like, oh, I'm like worried about Bob's, mo-. like, I haven't felt Bob's movements. And they yes. offered it and we might have been just like, yeah, cool. Isn't it so amazing? These I are just like said, can I still get in the moments. bath? And they were like, yep. Yeah. And I just want to give like, this is a great example of some, I don't know, uh, I guess reassurance to the mums at home that, yes, we can do so much hard work to prepare for birth. However, at the end of the day, it's so far out of our control. That situation could have so quickly and easily been interruptive to your labor experience could have been not getting the heart rate especially with an anterior placenta honestly it's shocking and you could have been up and down off the bed readjusting readjusting out of the reptilian brain shitty positioning really feeling the fear a lot more for sure especially if they were like oh we we can't track the heartbeat then i would have been like why yes what's going on but it was actually really nice to know and apparently he was just calm the whole time so good such a chill baby so Um, that's like epic yeah, so for me, it wasn't an issue. And again, like, yes, yes, you're in a hospital setting. Yes, things could have gone spiraled if things... Just had a chance. Weren't. Yeah, but, yeah, so yeah. we didn't have any negative thoughts of Scoot. Everyone was great. Yeah. Had the perfect midwife, even though, like, ideally I'd want that continuation of care, which we got yes. the second time around, but could not fault it. So Amazing. Yeah, so we decided let's do, hopefully, pretty much the same birth, Yes. Just, just a little bit better, you know. Yeah. Second time around, you shorter had a bit and of calmer. Practice, which again, why those little things that popped up? I was like, "What? Mm. Fucking with my plan?" Yes, yes. Anyway, um, so once we were all clear, good to go. Got to, f- 
got to 40 weeks or like even got to 39 weeks and I'm like I feel like it's gonna happen yes any day now you know like Arthur was 40 plus four and I thought he was going to be in there for like another two weeks like I was just so comfortable with him winter baby you know they're snug inside yeah this is November he's not going to want to be here we didn't know what we're having but Bub's um you know they're going to come early a second time around yes anyway so 40 weeks ticks around okay and then pretty much bang on 40 weeks. Yes, that's right. Because Jacob's family was coming up pretty much when he was due. Um, they had the like one year anniversary of their grandma passing. Um, and they were going to pop her ashes in with Francis, her husband. Uh-uh. Who he is named after. Francis yes, um, named after. Which is Jacob's granddad. Um, so... Oh, I was like, okay, perfect. He'll probably come early and then you guys can meet him and blah, blah, Anyway, so 40 weeks comes around and there's one day where I'm feeling contractions in the day. At the 37-week scan, he was spying on the left side. Yeah. Which is the right side. <laughs> um, and then at the 39-week check-in with Kath, he'd gone the other way. His spine was on the right, right side now. Um, anyway, so started feeling contractions and I was like, oh, okay, could be on here. And then At 40 just, weeks, this is. This is like pretty much bang on 40 weeks. Yeah. And then just fizzled out overnight. Mm. Okay. Next day, same thing. Mm-hmm. Fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Then like the next day there was like nothing. And then the next day, not much in the day was doing like my one hour beach walks every day Mm -hmm. would stop every exit and do some squats and like yeah yeah, just like come on we're ready now and I think I um because I was worried about its size I didn't do the like express colostrum and the hectic like amounts of raspberry tea and stuff until about 38 weeks I was like I'll just give it one more week yeah in case Bubs just needs a little bit longer like I don't want him or her to come early um so I don't know whether that played into it at all. Anyway, um, yes, yeah, so then had one afternoon where – and because Jacob's family was here and I remember being there and I remember thinking, like, I think I think we're on. And so I'd had, like, two days of something happening, fizzling out, one day of nothing. Then this was, like, ramping up in the afternoon. And then um, that night we dropped Arthur to mum's because I was like, I think – think we could be on here message Kath my midwife um through Coast Life and she was like I'm just at the hospital in a birth it's looking like it's going to go for a long time so I probably won't be able to be because I'll have a 12-hour shift just keep me in the loop blah 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 went to sleep fizzled out again (laughs) what is going on and none of this happened with Arthur None of this happened. I remember with you were Arthur. messaging me text. Like, I was messaging fuck? you. I was messaging Kath, just saying like this is what's happening. Yeah. And both you and her were like, "It's just Bub's probably most likely just getting into the best position. Mm-hmm. Um, so just rest, just you know, go about your day as normal, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Okay, that's nice." And even Jacob was like, "If there was anything remotely wrong, they would be like, okay, well, let's just go check on or, yeah. like, I'll come around and, and um, use a Doppler Doppler to check the heartbeat and stuff. But none yeah. of that. So I'm like, okay, obviously it's fine. Um, and then spurious I think I labor phase. Spurious labor, home, yes. Is what this is. And I remember, like, I think I was, like, Googling it and, like, just 
there wasn't actually that much information. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, I think then the next day, similar thing. It was basically like kind of like five days where I thought it was going to happen mm-hmm. and then it fizzled out. And then on the Sunday, I think that's – okay, so Saturday, I think Friday night, maybe the same thing, and I messaged her. And then the Saturday, nothing all day. Mm. So I was like, okay. And at that point, I'd be like, Bubs is going to come when Bubs is ready. No one's concerned. Yes. This thing's probably going to be in here for another two weeks. So yeah. just I remember you having that transition. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was yeah. like, fuck it. Yeah. You're- for those at home, let's explain this a little mm. bit because I know we're talking about – back on the left side is ideal and that's what's going to usually have um, the fastest, most progressive birth experience. Yes, I didn't realize that you contract clockwise. Yes. Yeah. Crazy, hey. Yeah. So the spine being on the right side can be equally as normal, but it does tend to make your labor go a little bit longer Mm. and be a little bit more difficult because baby needs to rotate from back on the right side to spine along your spine, all the way around to spine on the left side, and then eventually get to the front. So it just takes a little bit longer. But the thing is, is sometimes you can go into active labor and have to do that whole rotation while in active labor, which is fucking hard work. Which was my sister, and she was in labor for three days, which is why she sort of ended up having the epidural, because she's like, I'm so tired. Exactly. So, and like, so valid. Yeah. So valid. Whereas yourself, your body was making you go into spurious labor, giving your body the extra little push that Mm. babes needed to rotate because it couldn't just rotate on itself. It needed to push off different ligaments to rotate, but then also giving you a break so you could have sleep. Yes. Doing it again. Yeah. So like that's Which often now what I'm like like at the for. moment at the time I was like, Oh, this is so annoying. Fucking annoying. I keep like getting yes. excited that it's happening, getting myself mentally prepared. Yeah. And then it just fizzles out. What the actual Yes. Um, but in hindsight I was like, Oh, actually my yes. body was doing a little bit of work here, a little bit of work there to make labour itself. Yes. Not as long. Exactly right. Um, and the biggest thing with spurious labour as exactly as you're saying, is that it's a mental fuck-up. And labour is such a mental game rather than a physical game, as you know. Yes, yeah. And it's so important to protect your mental space, which I think every time you had a doubt, you reached out to people who you trusted, yeah. received reassurance, yeah. and then you're like, it's fine. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Yeah. And I think that's like such a good point. People that I trusted, but also who had the medical expertise to be yes. like, oh, okay, that sounds like this, we should check this out. Yes. Or, no, that sounds like a normal, like... Absolutely. Um, and I remember you sending me two podcasts about it, and one of them was sort of like how to birth if you have a posterior birth yes. or labour, and then this, or maybe the first one was sort of just saying like that not every baby is going to have the same ideal birth position. Yes. Which was really reassuring. And also because it, when we had the scan at 37 weeks to check on his size, mm-hmm. he was in the correct position. Mm. Or like correct, quote unquote. Yeah. And then turned himself around at like 38 weeks. So yes. I was like, well, obviously he's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just – like it is what it is. I'm not going to change it now. Like, yeah. And I, was, I is- was doing the – um like uh, kind of like um, dolphin pose but on the chair. Ah. To, and then the, like, like this? Uh, or no, lower? Um, like knees on the, on the ah. bench. 
hands on the floor, like yes, like a um, inversion relaxed inversion sort of thing. Yes, I know. To be mean. like, all right, if you need to move, move. Yes, um, that's a great call doing that. Yeah, post. so I was just doing that like every day, but not again, not letting it, not being anal about it, and yes. being like, oh, okay, I have to get the baby to move. I'm like, well, yeah, it'll yes. it'll do what it needs to. So yeah, hindsight, I didn't know what was happening. Great to have you guys there to explain it, and in hindsight, ideal that it it just took you took your time getting into the right position. Yeah, um, and I reckon that was more to do with the shape of his head than your pelvis, because obviously Arthur ah. was on the left side. Yeah, so the, the difference would have been his head, I reckon, oh, unless your pelvis nice. potentially changed shape between Maybe. first birth and second birth. Yeah, a smaller head. Interesting, but it could yeah. have just been like just more knobbly in a certain way. Yes, yeah. You know, like yeah. more oval. His or... is definitely more round, whereas Arthur's a big head, but it's he's got Jacob's textbook shape, just sort of ah. like long this way. Interesting. Yeah. Although, you know, I was just looking at him before, and I feel like the last week or so, he's looking more and more like Arthur. Yeah, he's so, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I still How think he looks a little that? bit more like me than Arthur does, but he looks so much like Arthur when Arthur was a baby. Oh. Which, um, but like, even his little face now compared to Arthur's uh, face now, I'm like, So, yeah, so this is the Saturday and nothing is happening. And then Sunday comes around, go to breakfast at mum's. Mum, we're ready for the habanero. Yeah. Okay. Because she, she told me like a few days earlier, she's like, I've got one that's almost ready. So Sunday breakfast, if you haven't had your baby. And at this point I was like, no, nah, I feel like oh, I've had it by then. But, you know, we'll keep it. She's like, I'll make one pen eggs. I'll just load you up. And again, just like bit that thing. And I'm like, mm, I've forgotten how hot these were. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just like nibbling it. And you know, you don't want to get spice around your mouth. But oh. you like really open your mouth and you're eating like, <laughs> like just my teeth get it anyway so this is sunday night um yeah doing our question time jacob thinks we're gonna be giving birth in the morning i'm like you're dreaming uh. um and then at about 1 30 in the morning i just felt like a little trickle i was just lying on my left side felt a little trickle and i thought it's too surely i haven't weed myself mm. i'll just go to the bathroom do a wee put a pad on, mm-hmm. and then come back into bed. Mm-hmm. And then <sighs> just lay there, but I couldn't really get back to sleep because mm. then you start thinking, oh, maybe that was my waters. I don't mm. know. I don't know. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and I can't really sleep. Um, yeah. And then at 2.30, I heard like a pop <gasps> and then more water. Interesting. So I was like, that's definitely something. Heck yeah. Okay, I'll get up. Arthur and Jacob are asleep next to me. I'll just leave them. Yeah. And then got up. I put some candles on. I had my um, my cousin-in-law, I guess, my cousin's wife, was like, oh, there's this podcast called um, Polynesian Day Spa or something, which is just like really tranquil because she said, she's like, I didn't want any lyrics in my um, in my birth playlist, blah, blah, blah. And so yes. I, was like, I put that on. And so it just good. had, like, I put it on, on I think, YouTube yes. on my TV. So that had this, like, um, like day spa-looking background, just yes. some stones and things. Um, put some candles on. And then I thought to myself, what else can I do? I'm bored. I don't want to wake them up, so i got to find things to do. And yeah, then, it was that boring sensation, like, still, yeah, like, logical like, mind. Like, like, I'm just logical mind, here, quite a bit, like, around. excited, but also having those five days, also thinking – 
Bubs is probably posterior. Uh, it's probably going to be a three-day birth like Leah. Mm. So what can you do to get organized? It's not going to like burn you out at the same mm. time. So I had some dates left. So I was like, let's make some snacks. So <laughs> some snacks. <laughs> and then at four o'clock, I messaged mum while I was running a bath. I was like, let's just get in the bath. We'll do like another visualization. Get into my hippie, hippie zone. So good. Um, so messaged mum saying, hey mum, um, I know you go to yoga up at Nambu on a Monday morning, so you do your thing. And then if you could just pick Arthur up on the way through, because yes. the plan was Kevin and mum would go with Arthur. Kevin and mum. <laughs> Kevin and Arthur would go with mum. Arthur, you're in charge, but make sure she behaves herself. <laughs> Which is probably actually more truthful. We all know who runs the race. It's so true. Is that your brother? Is that your brother? <laughs> and then she messaged back being like, I'm not going to yoga. Like, can't get because I just said, oh, my water's definitely broke around 1.30, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm like, it's super early phase. Like, I'm absolutely fine. Just come when you're on the way yes. back from um, Nambour, which is like 7.30-ish. She's like, I'm not going to yoga. Just tell me when Arthur's awake and I'll come and get him. I'm like, okay, fair call. Nice. Had my bath. Read a bit of fourth wing oh <laughs> that would have got the which was great going. yeah yeah okay. was going um <laughs> definitely distracting but like too distracting so I'm like, okay time to get out of the bath um i think about 5 30 i went in and just like checked on jacob and arthur and they were asleep but jacob kind of stirred so i said um what is a broke um a little while ago like but every, everything's all good you just get rest um and then just wake up when Arthur wakes up um, and then I think he got a big side so I think Arthur woke up around six yeah because I think mum got there about seven maybe just before seven um, and at this point I'd messaged so Kath had COVID so she said Lisa will be on call at Coast Life um, and Carly will just meet you at the hospital yeah so I was like okay cool like not like my idea, like I would have loved Kath to be there because she's amazing. But I'm And that sure. was the whole point, the continuity. Yeah, Kat. exactly. Yeah. But I'm like, ugh, everyone at Coast Life is so lovely. I actually haven't met Lisa. I've met Carly once because she did another measurement too. Mm. I'm like, I'm sure they're all absolutely yes. fine. And I just want someone there. Like they're obviously all got the same like similar values and stuff to yes. work at Coast Life anyway. So yes. I'm not going to get someone who's like, nah. you know, send me down that. Um, intervention route. I agree. Um, it also like it is what it is. Yeah, there's no control. Yeah, no point. So about message it. and Lisa was just like, "How are you going? Can you breathe through the contractions?" And I was like, "Yep, everything's fine. Like breathing, talking, yeah. you're good." And she's like, "Do you mind if I come in at, in about an hour, which will be eight thirty?" And I was like, "Yep, totally fine." So I started doing a couple of movements for the inlet, just on my birth ball, just sort of started getting into my breathing had my clary sage on perfect yeah and just kind of like going through the motions and then once arthur had left and jacob was awake he was really good he would just sort of check on me once and then sort of he's like i'm just going to go start getting 
um, the hospital bag ready, making sure we have everything. Just send me the list and I'll um, make sure we've got everything. So good. What can I get you? Oh, I had think I had run out of that chocolate coconut water that I said tastes like a oh. chocolate milkshake and that I love. He didn't want to leave me, so he like just ordered it off DoorDash or whatever. So good. Yeah. So I got like four. Amazing. Um, yeah, I was like, awesome. Um, which I didn't even notice until we got back from hospital that there were like three in the fridge. And uh, Anyway, so he got me a glass of that. I've got to try this And stuff. then just sort of like left. And then at one point... I went and had a shower. That's right. I went and had a shower because I was like, I just love how that feels. I'll go and have a shower. And I remember from 7.30 to 8.30, I was – because the time was passing, like, really easily. Like, I wasn't even really noticing before. And then I remember the hour from 7.30 to 8.30 sort of going longer because I was like, Lisa will be here at 8.30 to just check how I'm doing, blah, blah. And I was like, what is the time? It started to pick up. And I'd had a shower and gotten out. And I was just in the bedroom. And at that point, I started to put my one foot up on the bed and just rocking it every time I'd have a contraction. Again, breathing, like, just still pretty, like, cruisy. But I remember I'd do, like, a deep squat Mm. and more water would trickle out. Like, every time I had a contraction, more water would come out. Yeah. Um, And that movement was really helpful. And I think holding that squat was sort of like a distraction for my body as well to be like, oh, focus on my legs rather than – and I just sort of visualising that downward motion. So my breath was going down, I was going down, visualising Bob's going down. Yeah. Um, and so I was on the bed for a while uh, – sorry, next to the bed for a while and I had the birth ball in the shower with me as well and I think that's when I started doing more of the asymmetric movements and then went out into the lounge room because I knew Lisa would be there soon and then she came – and um, when she came, they kind of backed off a little bit mm-hmm. when she first came. Again, I was like in my logical brain like yeah, pretty much this whole time. But still being able to just like kind of feel into my body. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so Lisa came. And then, yeah, she was like, I'm just going to observe for a little while. You just keep doing what you're doing, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I think at this point I just had like undies and a, and a singlet on because um, I'd just gotten out of the shower. Uh, Jacob asked me, oh. Um, are you doing – can you feel pressure in the back passage in contractions? Is that why you're doing asymmetric moves? And I said, honestly, Jacob. no. Like, I haven't really thought about it. This is just what's really comfortable for Perfect. me. And I feel like I could do this for a while if I'm yes. – if I'm. and I was just on the birth ball sort of just doing those lunging back and forth yes. in contractions, sort of like put my head down, like breathing down when I was in the contraction. Amazing. And then out of it, I'd just rest. Yes. Um, and he was Perfect. like, okay, cool, do what you do. And then when he asked that, the sort of next few, I started paying attention. And I was like, no, I do I, – I am getting a bit of back pain in mm. contractions. Cool. Where it's at. Cool. cool, 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 cool. But then I was also like, no, no, I can't be, can't be mid pelvis already. Don't, don't. Well, with this serious labour. Yeah, because I was like, I'm prepared for a three day birth here. Yes. Like, don't get ahead of yourself. It could just be, yes. yeah, Bubs is in a, in a weird position or like that's yes. just where you're feeling it, blah, blah, blah. But just go with it because that's, yes. it feels good. You can move, you can do this for a while uh-huh. in this position. So go with that. Sick. Um, and then at about probably like nine, 40-ish, mm. I was like, I had, uh, Lisa was like, okay, you guys have got this, um, just with the second one, it can happen faster, so when you feel like you need to go to the hospital, 
just just go whenever you feel ready. Like, mm-hmm. don't feel like you have to wait, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I had one quite strong contraction. And I think she was like, hmm, I'll just stay for a little bit longer. Mm. And I said to Jacob, I'm just going to jump in the shower again. It was really, really comfortable mm. in there. And then he said, do you want the TENS machine? And I said, because uh, we use that with Arthur, I forgot to say, and I loved it for yes. a little while. And then it did absolutely nothing. Um, Interesting. <laughs> yeah. For like second stage and stuff. Or maybe yeah. even just like later active. Yeah. Yeah. Later, probably. Oh, yeah. Later active. Yeah. Not because um, we had, we were in the bath for the second stage. So. Yeah. 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 Um, true. But yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, that sounds awesome. I'll jump in the shower. I'll take the bath ball with me. And then when I get out, um, we'll put the tens machine on. Perfect. Um, because I was like, I feel like it's starting to get intense. Let's start that first method of, yes. um, like helping. Um, yeah. and then, so that was probably was in the shower for about 10 minutes. And then I started, I don't know what is it with showers. Cause I feel like my cousin was the same. She's like, what is in showers? You just go from like zero to 60. And I had like a few really intense contractions Hectic. in the shower after I'd been in there for a little while. And I remember cause Jacob was just in the lounge room talking to Lisa and I remember calling out to him and just saying, I really want to go to the hospital. I think I feel like I'm getting to the stage where I feel like I can't do it anymore. Mm. And it's like, that, that's good. Yes. And I was like, I know, I know. I'm like, and I said, I feel like my logical brain and my reptilian brain are like, you know, like the devil and the angel. And yes. The like my body's like, no, I can't do this anymore. And that's what my my mouth is saying. But my brain is like, ooh, yay. You know what this means? Like yes. you're close. And so yes. I'm like, I know it is a good thing, but I'm still fucking hurts. Yes. Um, and so true. So he said, okay, cool. And then he said to Lisa, we're going to go to the hospital now. She's like, cool, let's go. I'll follow you there. Um, so at this stage it was, yeah, it was like just before 10. Um, and then, so, yep, got the TENS machine on, got changed. Jacob had had the genius thought to take the car seat out so that I could be in because we'd had obviously Arthur's car seat on one side and then their baby capsule on the mm. other so there's sort of no room in the back seat so he had taken Arthur's car seat out so I could sit in the back um and thank god Lisa was following us because I was like would have looked like someone was being murdered in the back seat and we did like a five minute drive yeah I don't know how people would do their car ride just sucks you yes. just can't move and yes. you just gotta suck it up and um this is what it is isn't it, it? Is what it is but yeah so Lisa's behind us and I'm like Duh! yeah um anyway get to the hospital and this point it's like yeah like just after 10 in the morning and with Arthur we got there like this that second time around it was like 3 3 30 in the morning so there's yes. no one around and this time <laughs> poor Jacob I was like so nice to Jacob until a certain point until we got in the car and then um he so he turned you know how you're driving down whatever that main road is. Um, so you're coming sort of from the north, north to south towards the hospital and you can take the le- a left turn before Fraser Lane, which is like the main yes. entry part, even though we were going straight to the emergency thing. But he took that one and I'm like, I just looked up and was like, where are you going? This is the wrong And he's like, I know, I know, I'm getting you there, I'm getting you there. And he told me later, he's like, we were getting every single red light. I just did not want to go through another set of lights. And I could see another two sets of lights that we would have had to go through. So I just turned. And I was like, okay, fair fucking call. My bad. 
Ah. So I yelling. <laughs> and then he, he went to park the car and I was like, what? This isn't the car park. And I was like, it is, it is. It just looks so much different from when we were here with Arthur. Like, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> like cars everywhere. Yeah. Arthur, I feel like we were the only car. And then Lisa had parked and she's like, I'll get you a um, – a wheelchair, and I, was, I said no because I was like, I remember with Arthur, it yes, it um, and Jacob said, get one, Lisa, get one, and I was like, okay, and then he said, just hop on it, just hop on your knees, and I will push you, yes, instead of having to walk. I was like, oh, great idea. <laughs> um, at the time, I was just like, oh, whatever, but um, yes. yeah, great idea. And then he just like sped me up, so I was just on my knees. Facing the back of the, the wheelchair, wheelchair, but he could. We just got to the room so much quicker. So good. Yep. Got into the room, and then so yeah, the bath was still filling up. And I remember looking at the tur- little turtle in there, and it said forty-one degrees, and I was just like, "Fucking Jesus!" Yes, <laughs> they're like, oh, "It's too hot." Sorry, you can't get in yet. And I was just like, oh, "Okay." And then she was like, "Do you mind if I just um, check the heartbeat?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, go for it." Heartbeat was all good. It didn't take long to get the bath filled up and at the right yes. temperature and then got in and just felt like instant relief. Really? In the bath? Yeah, nice. Yes. Whereas with Arthur, I feel like I didn't feel that much, but yeah, I don't know, maybe that's because I've just had my waters broken and blah, blah, blah. Whereas and maybe you were more that. of a, in your intuitive mind that you were in there and it felt great, but you didn't really like think, oh, this think, feels oh, amazing. This, yeah, maybe I didn't notice yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, that felt great. And then leant forward this time asked for the pads um so that I just would and I think I had told Lisa that before and so I think she asked for them actually when we got in there and she was amazing she was doing the hip press every <gasps> contraction that I had oh, oh my god it feels amazing. amazing yeah and Jacob said at one point like Lisa and Carly were just like having a little girls chat blah 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 and like I could feel the contraction coming I said Jacob hips and he's like Lisa hips <laughs> like, okay okay shit sorry oh my god so good so Jacob I was just sort of leaning over holding Jacob's hand Lisa was behind me pressing on my hips legend that gets um, exhausting real quick it only takes a few yes. contractions you're like oh, because well, I remember from last time, and I remember when we were practicing, Jacob would stand over me and use his legs. That's such a good idea. And that helped me so much, but also Jacob's like, oh, I feel like I could do this for a lot longer than with my arms. Definitely. So, yeah. Obviously hard to do if you're in the bath and doing it. Yes. And so, because we got there, it was probably like a little after 10 by the time I'd gotten there, got in the bath about quarter past, mm. and then... I was in there for like two contractions and then just said, I need a push. And they were like, Amazing. cool, do what you got to do. And then it was And like, we've had no checks. No checks. No. Amazing. Didn't end up having any checks. Was that an intentional thing? Was that in your birth preferences? That was in my birth yeah. preferences, but it was also like, I wasn't, for whatever reason, I was like, I, I wasn't like t- completely. Basically, yes, my birth yes, plan yes, was yes. like, want to do it as natural as possible with a minimal intervention as possible. But yeah. if I need anything and I yeah. say yes on the day, then apart yeah. from like um, episiotomy and yes. epidural. And, I mean, episiotomy, if the baby was like had its hand up or something again, like yes. do what needs to be done f- for the safety of the baby. Like, don't be a hero, yeah. but also would like to do it as natural as possible if, yes. that's, yeah. if that can be done. Don't do something um, like just because. Yes, exactly. So she did a Doppler check. She did a Doppler check when I started pushing, just all like halfway through pushing, just to check mm. on on Bubs and see how um, Bubs was recovering. Mm. Um, so I think I had two Doppler checks in the hospital, and maybe two with Lisa before, mm. um, which I was completely fine with. Yep, cool. Check on baby. Do what you Bad. have to. Um, Bubs was fine, 
Um, so, yeah, and then I was pushing for – and this time the pushing did hurt, whereas with Arthur – it was more just that stretching feeling, whereas this time I feel like it was real contractions Interesting. while I was pushing, which I don't know, and maybe not as much oxytocin relief because it wasn't there for nearly as long because it was like, yeah, quarter past 10. By the time I got in the bath, Bubs was born at 10.35, so it was like 20. She said it was about 15 minutes of pushing because I remember asking afterwards, and again, Time, you don't really have a concept. This time, I feel like I was much more in my logical brain mm. most of the way, like pretty much all the way through. Because mm. um, as a side note for people at home, short labors are definitely admired, right? They're wanted. Women yes. want them. And yes, I appreciate 100%. why. But, but mm. the longer the labor, when everything's natural and flowing and you yes. feel safe – the more oxytocin, therefore the more beta endorphin, therefore the more yes. like labor land, you know, the hormonal high that you experience and the more pain relief you get. So so you definitely, like I think we've reflected on your birth and felt like you didn't get that labor land space as mm. much. I remember in another podcast you were speaking to a girl and just theorizing, mm. she said with her second bub she didn't feel that instant connection love blah 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 for the baby and you were like I wonder because she I think had a really quick second birth and she was like I wonder if it was just you didn't get as much of the oxytocin those love drugs totally she was like oh yeah and I was like that makes sense to me but and it's more of like a frantic energy yes yeah so like you're not gonna feel like I I can't remember what podcast that was remember what one it was no because i was listening to like two a day at the end yes this one yes this one i know so many of them i remember one girl being like oh she didn't want to take she didn't she was like i can't do the dates like how i meant she's like i fucking just woke up and just smashed them and then i did my wall sit and then i was like this bitch is great oh this is that she's getting it done yeah there were like a few that i was like i love this energy and that's why i feel like the podcast is so good because i was like they just have such an attitude of yes yes let's do this yes which is what i wanted to feel this time around being like i've done it before had a good birth Yes. Let's do this. Like powerful, strong, powerful, resilient. strong. I've oh yes, yeah, so that's what this. I said to you. Uh, kind of at the start mm. was that female energy being strong. So mm. it was me in the room. Jacob, obviously, he's providing the masculine and just like that feeling. Like Jacob's my safe space. So I feel yes, like it's just like I had him to focus on. But then all around me, like in my peripheral, and I like I'm like I can't even remember what the midwife there looked at. And then a second came, one came in for the pushing part. So one, and then there was Carly, Lisa, and Isabella, the student my So it was just yes. me and all these women, and they're all just like in awe of what's going on even though they've seen it a zillion times before oh. and it just felt nice. Precious. And because I didn't have anyone come and check on me, I didn't Sacred. have anyone interrupt yes. what was going on and it was like, bam, get to the hospital, wheelchair up to the thing, get in the bath and then it was just, yeah, female energy even though it Amazing. wasn't that long. No, anyway, but I so, see what you mean. Like when they're just in awe of your body and what's happening and they're really respecting that sacred space, yeah. it just, yeah, it feels very... And Isabella, for like being a student midwife, she was like the one talking to me. She was just like, like such beautiful, like, yeah, kind of like in awe. And she was obviously like younger than I was. And she just, I was like, I hope this, I hope she gets so much respect for birth out of this. And I feel like she would just be such a great midwife. But um, 
That's yeah. epic she, of her. She was great. She looked so much like our, our friend Eve woman. as well. And she uh, was just, I was just like, I felt like she was my friend. Uh, like there. Yeah, it was really cute. nice. Um, anyway. Uh, so, so the pushing was painful for Pushing you. was more painful this time, which is, again, like, he had a smaller head than Arthur. But, again, I, I think it's just because it was shorter and, mm. and just a different, just mm-hmm. different labour. Mm-hmm. Um, but, thankfully... Only 15 minutes. And then, again, Jacob got really excited, could see the head. And I was like, I know, because I can feel it. Because they were like, oh, you're getting so close. Like, yep, good holding. Um, and, again, Carly was really good because she was quite direct. And so when – and I knew what breath I wanted to do. And so when I would hold my breath at all, she's like, breathe. And i just go back to that. <laughs> so she was, she was great. She just said, breathe. Okay, shit, sorry. Yep, <laughs> yep, don't want to do that. Good point. Um, so good. So, yeah, and she was, She said afterwards, um, oh, which I'll go into, but um, – Yeah. So, um, Bubs was born. Um, Amazing. Head comes out, shoulders comes out, cord wrapped around his neck. Yeah. Um, he got lifted up and he, like, looked at me and was moving and was like, well, they unwrapped the cord, then he lifted up, so I didn't see that. Um, but Jacob said he got – a bit worried, and then put him on me, and he hadn't taken a breath yet. And so they said, I think it was probably like 40 seconds in, they said, we'll just give it to a minute. If he hasn't taken a breath, we're just going to have to cut the cord and take him off and just give him a little bit of mm. – they didn't say he take Bubs off to just make sure that um, Bubs can breathe. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, okay, do what you got to do. Like mm. a minute, I feel like – you. Delayed core clamping, yes, we would like mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, he's getting a minute. So, mm. um, just yeah, do like, what you're Honestly, do. that's the fucking like, vast majority. And I wasn't even thinking that. Jacob asked me about it afterwards. He was like, were you okay with that? Because I kind of just uh, – Jacob, Jacob kind of stepped in and was – he said actually the midwife at school was really good then. She's like, she said to the other midwives, this is what's happening. This is what we're going to do. And she was really just like, yep, so good. yep, yep. So good. Um, so, yep, cool. And then as soon as they cut the cord – Ah, blah, blah, blah. Ah, and, classic. Um, Alison has said that's really common. It's like they need that hit of adrenaline or something yeah. to wake them up. Um, so then they, yeah. didn't, they didn't even take him away. They just put him – they're like, oh, okay, cool. Straight on your chest. Yes. Cool. Amazing. Perfect. So we stayed in the bath a little while longer. Was Jacob in the bath with you? Jacob wasn't in the bath, but he yeah. was right next to me. Yeah. Um, sort of just at the edge. And I yeah. think maybe he did get in anyway. But I was leaning mm. – because I was more forward this time, he caught bubs behind me. <gasps> Which is why I didn't see the cord wrapped around oh, the neck. Oh, so he caught bubs. Yeah, he caught bubs again. Yeah, he loved that part last time. So I was like, yep, you're in the end zone again. Amazing. Um, and then Jacob said something like, he blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's a boy. And he was like, I'm pretty sure. And then they're like, just have another check. And there's just like balls in your face. <laughs> yep, definitely, definitely a boy. Um, and then at that point, Jacob got really emotional because he knew oh. if it was a boy, we were going to name him Francis Frank. after his, yeah, Frank. Which... In pregnancy, I wasn't sold on the name. We have Francis on both our side. Like, mum and Leah's middle name is Francis, but obviously with an E for the girl version. But um, And my cousin, Margot. Um, but I was like, it's going to be a girl. So I won't, mm. ha- I won't have to deal with this conversation. <laughs> yes, yes. But anyway, a boy. I'd never a boy. And when he came Which out, is- you were like, he definitely looks like a Francis. Oh, so I was just like... You were such a little old man. So I think when like, but they just come out looking so squished, and you just put them on chair, and you just think they're perfect. But then I remember looking at him breastfeeding, and I was just like, "You're a Frank. You yes. are. There's just no 
Oh, no way around it. So then you stayed in the bath for a little bit longer and then they said, do you want to get out to birth with the placenta? It can sort of help just having that little bit of gravity as you get out of the bath. And, mm. um, and Carly said, like, I hardly lost any blood, which was great, and then walked over and um, tried the birth of the placenta, just him feeding and um, lying down a little bit on the bed, like slightly inclined on the bed. Mm. Um, but they were like, oh, it's not really – they're like, oh, you have a really long cord. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they were Keeps like, oh, coming. it might be. A- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Mary Poppins bug. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's your uterus. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Not an umbrella. <laughs> He's like, I'm, what? I'm, I'm trying to sleep. Oh, um, sorry, mister. So then they were like, oh, do you want to just, they're like, oh, it's just, um, can't like quite tug it out. Do you want to just stand mm. to see if that um, gets it out? And for a split second, I was like, fuck, what? Attached like Leah's, and I oh, anyway off. stood up. Okay, like did one squeeze, and it came out. Cool, so good, awesome. And they're like, "Yep, uterus looks really good." Um, so yeah, everything was fine. Oh, and then um, Carly said, "I'm just going to do a check now, just to see if there's any tearing or whatever." And at this point, I asked her, "How long was I pushing for?" Because I remember hearing from like from you, from Caitlin, like, "Yeah, you don't want a super fast." birth because that can cause more tearing Mm. more prolapse Mm. worse pelvic floor all Mm. those things so i feel like carly did a really good job of reminding me of my breath and i was trying and she she did say you did a really slow a good job of holding because i said how long was i pushing for she said 15 minutes oh about 15 minutes and i said fuck and she's like no no you did like a really good job of holding him there so oh Mm. i'll just sit down and we'll see we'll see and she's like not even a graze like totally intact like fine and I was like oh, I was like I don't feel anything down there but you don't, you don't. everything's you don't. just kind of swollen and sore yeah um so I was like amazing yeah and she's like no no you did a really good job of holding his head there um even though it was really short um and then yeah he went straight on the boob was um great and I was just so relieved from the the not breathing for a minute thing. But I also said to Jacob afterwards, I was like, did you worry at all? Because I could see him moving. He looked at me like he was – I knew he was fine. Yes. He was like, no, I was shit scared for, for a minute. But it didn't – it wasn't long. But, yes, you know, yes, I was yes. like – It doesn't take long to freak no, you out though. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then we were like, cool, can we go home now? <laughs> yes. Um, so just stay there for a little while. Um, I think they checked his heart rate and his heart rate was a tiny bit low. Carly did – and then she's like, I'm just going to see if they want to check it. She's like, he's sleeping mm-hmm. and he's just had a feed. Like, they usually are a bit lower if mm. they're, like, so out to it, mm-hmm. not, like, alert and awake. Mm. And she's like, it's only, like, the tiniest bit. Then she monitored again. It was fine. And she she said, I'll just see what they want to do at the hospital before they discharge you. And she was like, no, they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. Like, those numbers are fine. Um, and then the next day when she came, came to for the home visit, they were, just, like, perfect. So... Nothing to worry about there. So, um, yeah. Amazing. Went home and had the second one. And then it was great. Mum had Arthur that night. And yes. Because I said, I want Arthur to be sort of the first person to meet him and then we'll get the family around. Mm. Um, because for Arthur, we I had in my mind, you know, I want like at least five days of just us, just in our family bubble. But I actually think you are running on adrenaline for sort of – the next three to four days and mm. you get that really good sleep right after birth. Mm-hmm. So I actually 
had everyone sort of come over in the early days mm. and then later on when I was tired and, mm. and sort of like that second and third week, they would just come over and drop over food or like do whatever. Yes. So, yeah. That's amazing. Be open to changing what you have set in mind. Absolutely. Also like that um, – like just staying at home and resting like that first 40 days of like staying inside and not doing anything, you might want to get up and go for a walk. Like it just depends like how your birth was and how you're feeling. Yes. So I think like day three we went to just after be fresh and like yes. got a, a tea or whatever um, just to get out the house. Well, I think it was like maybe he was a week old or a week and a half. You mm. and I went for a walk. He was in the carrier and oh, yeah, you yeah, had yeah. Kev. Kevin. Yeah, and I, I said, honestly, how are you going? The, and you're like, I, this feels great. Yeah. Staying at home, doing nothing feels yeah. bad and again obviously I would have felt so different if I had any stitches down there yes any, any like bleeding, any bleeding like, but I was I just it was such a good birth such a good recovery yeah that I just felt fine yes and I was like I feel like my body would tell me like even with Arthur like I just felt like really heavy down there for a while but with him I was just like I just feel normal again so good. like I said to Jacob the other day I'm like I feel like it's been a year since I've been pregnant like yeah yeah so, um, how's the transition from one to two been? It's been. It's funny because everyone asks, "How's the newborn?" And like, newborns are great. Yes. They're potatoes who just sleep all the time. Yes. Toddlers are pretty hectic. Especially yes. Boys, they just have so much energy. So now I'm like really grateful that we had a second boy because I'm like when they're when they're sort of four and two, they can just go nuts with each other Um, and I mean not the girls don't but girls can be very different yeah a friend of mine has a girl and then a boy and she's like what he doesn't just sit there and draw for three hours yes confused (laughs) at what to do they're like yeah boys they just need energy like just release of energy um anyway but it's definitely been a transition for Arthur obviously going Mm. from all the attention on him anytime he says anything Yes, Arthur. Whereas now mm. it's like mummy's attention is elsewhere. Everyone's attention's elsewhere. He was also born sort of a month before Christmas where your schedule goes out the window anyway. We had his cousins up from Melbourne. Like there was a lot going on. So he um, started acting out a little bit, just like pushing Georgette and mm-hmm. and he's just mm-hmm. such a good, sweet kid. I've never really had to like worry about discipline in him. Yes. So it's been a bit of a transition with him. Yes. But now that we've gotten back into more of a routine, he's definitely settling in and getting better. So good. And never, never acting out towards him, towards Frank. He's oh. been so sweet with him. Isn't he the most loving Wants to get a nappy, brother. wants to wipe his bottom oh. every time we have a nappy change. And Frank, like every morning we were like, he gets up, he, we change his nappy and Frank just looks up at Arthur and he's like, <sighs> big smile on his face. Oh, like, it's cute. Like, I'm really excited so to see cute. that. And he like wants to cuddle Frank, wants to like just be so involved. Um, and another girlfriend um has a similar age girl to, uh, a girl who's similar in age to arthur and then had a girl a day before frank and um bumped into her a couple of days ago and she was just like she just the older one just could not care about like just oh yeah it's ruby but i don't like and i'm like oh i wish arthur was like that sometimes oh my gosh but, yeah. yeah and and the husband um was just like i just feel like maybe girls are just different Maybe. Yeah, she's like, yeah. If anything, you would think just, it would be the opposite. I know, though, I know. You'd think but the girls would be more maternal. Yeah, and... but maybe they're just like not as fast as sort of what's going on around. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just different personalities or something. But, yeah. Uh, and Arthur is a very – he reminds me of my youngest brother in that sense that he's very 
very kind of nurturing and very yes. affectionate. Yes. Um, like wants to kiss him all the time. And he was the same with Georgette when Georgette was born. Aww. He was like, smooches. And like apparently you're like, um, maybe just give her some space. <laughs> no, you must love me. Oh, um, so funny. So, yeah, it's been definitely a change. I said to my girlfriend, I said the lows are lower. Like when it's hard, it's hard. And if like Jacob's at work and I'm at home by myself with the kids – and Arthur's losing it because he's tired and Frank's needing to be fed or he's crying because mm. he's uncomfortable ever. You kind of g- g- got to go, like, who do I attend to first? Or, yes. Or but, I mean, it lasts five minutes and then yeah. it's again – and then the highs are higher because yes. when they have moments where they're, like, in the first couple of days, even Arthur would just, like, roll over and go, where's Frank? And then just uh. just – lie with him and like go back to sleep for oh, half an hour just like spooning him and I'm like so this is so sweet and just yeah as I was saying to you before like picturing going on family holidays when we're yes. you know when the boys are a little bit older and like just being a little team and um, it's difficult but then you think like Arthur's gonna be in kindy soon yes which is wild Crazy. I mean soon and yet still so far away and I mean yes. kindy's not but yeah it doesn't doesn't last forever. No. And um, I actually think, uh, which I've said to you before, I said that um, affirmation of uh, this is hard but I can do hard things. I said I didn't really use it during birth but it applies in motherhood so much. Yes. And I feel like when I say that to myself, I'm like, yep, I'll be fine. So Jacob went away over Christmas, New Year's time. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, how am I going to do this? Yeah. But you'll be a better person for it. You'll come back and you'll be – you know, a better yeah. dad for being yes. um, oh, it's, you're so getting some time off. And, um, yeah, I said, this is hard, but I can do hard things. Yes. So you just you just find yes. something that works and you get into a bit of routine. Absolutely. And, um, I had family here, so I was at mum's most of the time anyway, yeah. which sometimes was hectic because all the kids were there. So they were like, I think yeah, five, five under four or five under three even. Yeah, five under three, um, which is insane. But then... Yeah, you just, you gotta, just get through. Yeah, get through. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So and I actually feel like now that I have two, I definitely feel like much more of a a little unit. I think I yes. said that to you before. I was like, when, even when I was had Arthur, I said I don't feel like a – because I always wanted more than one. I, I was like, I don't really feel like a proper mum yet, but yeah. I think when I have two, I will. And I definitely do now. <gasps> That's so nice. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, hey? yeah I don't, and I don't know why. And yeah. obviously, like that's so different for Everyone. other people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Well, a couple of quick fire questions. Yes. Fire away. Did you have any weird pregnancy cravings? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I would say yes, but then also I'm like, I feel like I would crave that. Not pregnant as well. <laughs> I actually never ended up – I think I made it once, but I remember visualising it for ages. Um, a cheese and pickle toasty. Oh, right? nice. I'm like, I would smash that now. 100%. There's actually – Heyday do um, epic sandwiches and they have um, yes, an they avocado do. and kimchi one, Ooh. which is, again, I still have not tried. And every time I go there, I'm like, why do I come at an – appropriate time because I've sort of just had breakfast yes. not ready for lunch yet but every time someone orders I'm like damn that looks good I'm like so if you were good. pregnant that would be so good absolutely <laughs> but not really anything else oh and 
growing to love chocolate a lot more. I was never really a chocolatey person. Ooh. And now, like, every night I have to have a piece of dark chocolate, which is <gasps> Leah's exactly the same. She was like, oh I was never gosh. a chocolatey person. And now, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, that um, Sheridan smoothie with the, oh, it's like got the forage in it, but it's that. got heaps of, like, cacao powder. It's so bloody good. Yum. It's just like a chocolate milkshake, and I'm like, this is amazing. Which is probably where the love for that chocolate coconut water came from as well yes i reckon you would love my morning smoothie i make it every day and it's fucking good but there's like two tablespoons of cacao yeah perfect so good so good um chocolate okay epic and like your chocolate covered uh freeze-dried strawberries they are just amazing yeah so um so bloody good uh okay i'm sure any other pregnancy cravings probably not probably more like i could not stomach Yes. Probably more so meat for Arthur in the first trimester and then with Frank, any kind of vegetable, green, salad, blah, 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 in the first trimester, I was just like, this is so weird for me. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I just got to surrender. Like, that is going to make you throw up. Yes. just bland, bland food. Was Frank said the corn thins with butter? Uh, Arthur, I did okay. it because I was at the cafe, so yeah, I had like, the true. good French butter, and actually I yeah. have some of the French baguette, and the French butter is so good. So good. Um, but corn, yeah, I definitely did it again with him. With him, I could stomach a little bit more, like even like avocado or tuna or whatever on there to try and get a little mm. bit, because I was a lot more sick with him. Um, oh, and I remember being at Jacob's mum's house, and then we were moving back to our house, and it was February. It was like the end of February, start of March. And I would like throw up. At, <laughs> I threw up at Leith's house. Then I threw up at our house. Oh. And I came back and threw back. And I was like, why am I moving? And oh, I think I like gosh. did some of the cleaning, but I like left something. And I said to her afterwards, like when we told her that I was pregnant, I was like, this is why I didn't do the second lot of sheets or yes. bath towels or whatever. And she's like, oh, I didn't even notice that. And here in my mind, she's like, she's probably thinking, I'm so lazy. I don't clean oh, up after myself. Yeah. Like Yes, so true. So so probably more of like what you didn't want rather than what you did want. But yeah, pickle and cheese toasty was yum. What I craved, but I only ended up making once. Oh, like a BLT. Oh, with Frank. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the bacon would have been too much, but yes, yeah, yes, yes. Okay, and did you have names picked out before babes came? Because I know both of you didn't know what they were. Yes, so both of them. So we still have our girl's name up our sleeve. Mm -hmm. Hasn't been stolen yet. Nice. So let's not disclose (laughs) that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think my sister and my mum know what it is anyway. So, um, But so we had names picked out, boys and girls, for Arthur, but didn't have Arthur until later on in the game because all the names I really liked those sort of old traditional British yes. kind of names but we'd either like known a friend or one was really popular or it just wasn't like yeah perfect for whatever reason and then one day Jacob because every Sunday I'd sort of be like what do you think it is and what do you want to call it yes <laughs> to get this question <laughs> um, and then he said what about Arthur and I was like I love it I love it too and I was like I love it because our last name's Morris and my nana's – I my brother thinks her favourite cricketer was someone else, but I, I remember nana telling me that her favourite cricketer was Don Bradman's batting partner, Arthur Morris. Yes. And then dad's – he was president of the Caloundra Rugby Club, which is on Arthur Street in Caloundra. Yes. And, like, that's where I went swimming at John Wallace Swim School and 
So yeah. that was all like these little ties to Arthur on my side of the family that I loved. And then obviously we knew Jeffrey was going to be his middle name and I just liked the sound of Arthur Jeffrey and AJM. Yes. Nice. Absolutely. Um, and then so for this time around, I think for the boy names, we were like, because again, we had like a few left over from our list from Arthur, but some of them were just like, yeah, it just like wasn't right. And then, yeah. and then Jacob was like, I really want, I really want Francis after my grandpa Frank and I was like or he said Frank because he thought his grandfather's name was Frank because he'd only ever known him as Frank and I'm like I'm pretty sure your grandfather's name is Francis and I'm like I'm more on board with Francis it's like a little bit more British Frank seems too American for me yeah Um, (laughs) and then uh, I was like I like Francis too because it's sort of ties in with my family and then mum told me that Nana actually had a brother called Francis but he I never knew him or heard of him because he like died young in the war and stuff like that but um yeah, I was like, okay, I could do, I could do, I could do Francis, all right. Amazing. I wanted Walter after my grandfather. Oh, um, I love that yes. name. I've always loved Walter. Also, my cousin's name is McLean, and that was sort of um, so my nana's maiden name was McLean. That's what he was after. But I really like that, so I wanted Walter McLean Morris. Yeah, uh, WMM looked cool too. Yeah, he was like, oh, I feel like Walter's too old, man. And I was like, mate. You're choosing Frank? Like, Frank <laughs> a, anyway, but my cousin who lives in New Zealand was actually like, oh, I feel like Walter is actually, um, it's becoming really popular here. I was like, ah, oh. I was like, well, it's not here, so I don't care. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, Jacob went out in the end and after seeing his face when he was born and like crying, I was like, right call, right call. Yes. And because he was so lanky, like he was, he ended up being in the, like the 20, 20, something percentile for weight so he was totally fine yes um but 55 centimeters long so lanky that is long yeah and so i was like that's perfect perfect yeah so perfect perfect um and then girls yeah girl names still going strong we're just um just waiting for that girl to come yeah i was like i feel like if my and with my cousin who lives in denmark she knew she was having a girl um, and I was like, oh, I wonder if she'll have the, the family name. But her first one was a boy, and he has quite a Danish name. So I was like, surely they'll, they'll name something Danish. And she did. She named her uh, Otil, but it's, they, oh. get, they, get, they call it Oddie. And I'm like, oh, oh yes. So and cute. she ended up being born on the same day. <gasps> she was due, I think, about two weeks after me. Um, but I went – he was born on 40 plus 6, and she came a little bit earlier because she oh. ended up having um, – gestational diabetes so oh yeah um, yeah i think she got induced but i think it was i haven't heard too much about her birth story but um and because of the time difference and everything he was born like ten thirty-five on the 20th of november and yes. she was born at 11 p.m on the 20th of november so it was the kind of like a day difference as well if you count that it was like the 21st uh, here but i was like they share a birthday that's, that's so cute, cute. Know, so super cute super sweet so anyway i was like yes she didn't take our girl's name so perfect perfect um so we will see amazing <laughs> and last fire question yes. why do you think it is important to prepare for birth <sighs> it's just such i think it's one of those things that you think we've done it for generations every well not every woman, but a lot of women, majority of women give birth. Mm-hmm. If, if she can do it, I can do it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, whereas I think back in the day, it was much more in your face. People probably saw birth yes. a lot more, talked about birth a lot more. Yes. 
There is obviously a lot more intervention, which when it's needed is amazing to have. Yes. I'm so grateful that so many babies are saved because of medical yeah. intervention. And mothers, but yeah. on the flip side, there's probably ones that also don't need to go down that route. Definitely. Um, but so being prepared, I think someone said like you wouldn't just sign up for a marathon and not do any training for it. Yeah. And birth is a bloody marathon. Birth is 100%. so hard just because everyone does it. Like, he's people run mar- marathons too, but nice. all of them have to prepare. So I feel like being prepared, you're mentally prepared for it. And as you say, it's such like a mental game. You don't need to overwhelm yourself with information unless, like, that's your cup of tea and you're like, I just want to know everything yeah. and go for it. But just be aware of what, can happen what decisions you're probably mm-hmm. going to make you don't need a birth plan that's set in stone but just mm-hmm. sort of having a rough idea of how you want it to go mm-hmm. and therefore how do I get to that outcome I think is really important agreed for achieving that outcome um, I do think keeping mobile in pregnancy if you're able to um, helps a lot mm. I feel like yoga helps a lot mm-hmm. um, Pilates, obviously, I think is great too mm. for strengthening because you kind of need to stretch so your body's nice and limber, but also strength Definitely. for. I honestly feel like I was doing squats for the longevity prob- of probably labor. from like seven a.m. to so like three hours of squatting. That's it. Um, you and need just legs and glutes. Yeah, just preparing yourself, and also just being in the mindset of yes, like even having bars and visualizing. Okay, oh. kind of what do I want my birth to look like, so that it becomes more second nature. I love that. Um, helps so much, Fantastic. and having a partner who's on your team. So mm-hmm. if you've done some prep work, whatever that looks like to you, I would say if you're going to be only choose like three things to do. I would say some kind of movement, obviously nourishment, whether that's in the form of food, in the form of podcast, in the form of listening to music, some kind of nourishment that nourishes you in a way that you are in a good mindset. Mm -hmm. And then education. Mm. And again, that could just be listening to one birth podcast once a week. It could be doing workshops. It could be doing a calm birth course. It could be whatever resonates yeah. and is seems right for you. Mm. But if you can then relay that to your partner because – and I think this is one thing that really caught me off guard is how much you're not in your logical brain, especially that first time where you have no freaking clue how it's yes. going to go. If you have someone who knows what your wants and needs are and is sort of willing to be like not kind of listen to you when you're in that, especially that transition phase. Yes. Um, and also just to sort of check in with you and sort of guide you in the right direction. Like mm-hmm. this second time around, Jacob did such a good job of sort of letting me, he said, I'd check on you and you just seemed like you were in your own little world. You seemed like you had it, you were nailing it. Like mm-hmm. I just kind of then would just go out the room or just be like, mm-hmm. do you want some, oh, here's some water, I'll put it mm-hmm. there. Like not even ask. So um, good. And then, yeah, but again, he knew to do that from listening to or like I would say oh I heard this on a birth podcast or yeah. I think maybe you mentioned it in the, in the workshop. workshop you would yeah. have you would have because you're like the every time you ask a question it's going to bring her out of her reptilian brain you want her to stay in that exactly so if you and your partner are on the team it's like anything if you guys are a team and you have someone on your team in your corner being mm. like I'm the spokesperson for her right now mm-hmm. then you can just be in your own little world mm-hmm. which I feel like feel just safe. helps yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um, yeah, so I would say yeah, oh. just just do those three things and you'll be you'll be pretty good. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Oh, thank and you. And it's yeah. fucking hard, but you can do hard things. You can do hard things. <laughs> what a fucking finisher. I reckon that's our mama's favorite affirmation. It's so, so good. many women. I love it. Repeat it back to me. It just because it applies to so much. Yes. Like it's not so specific that you're like. Yes. It could be, yeah, hearing that your baby's posterior or that your baby's breech or yes. that you've got a low line placenta and you can't have sex with <laughs> Yeah. Yes, this is hard. I can do hard I can't things. do hard things at the moment. That sucks. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, just having that mindset of like, okay, it is what it is, but yes. what can I do? Yes. Or like, yeah, I can get through it. Like that sucks or this hurts or whatever it is. Yeah. But I love this. And it's empowering of strength rather than taking away the hardship that it is. Because I think sometimes it's like, this is easy. You've got this. Like that has a time and a place. But I think sometimes that's disempowering when it's like, it's not fucking easy. Like don't tell me that it's easy when I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah, That's like the first birth where they're like, but you are doing, when I said, I can't do this anymore. I said, they are, you are doing it. I'm like, I know. Yes, but I'm telling you, I don't want to do it. Another contraction. Yeah, yes. I said. Whereas I had like one of my birth affirmations for this time around. I was like, just you got this. Yes, like, Jacob, just tell me to breathe. Tell me I got it, and I'll be good. Perfect. And I'm like, yeah, fuck perfect. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for jumping on the potty, Luce and Frank. What a I'm really proud of us for not like. <laughs> Going off on too many tangents. Oh my gosh, we never finish a conversation in our lives. This is probably the first one. I know. You guys are. I'm really proud of us. Yes. (laughs) See ya. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love if you shared with someone else who would benefit from this information or on your social stories. If you are pregnant right now with no idea where to start and you are inundated with an abundance of information, our free 14-day pregnancy preparation short course is for you. There is a plethora of pregnancy meditations, pregnancy yoga flows, educational talks, physical movement videos, all to prepare for birth that you can access for free right now. The link is in the show notes. Now, if you are absolutely loving this podcast and the type of information we share, but you are not quite in the pregnancy or birth realm yet, I have some news for you that you are going to want to know. We have reached out to a bunch of the best preconception, pregnancy and birth professionals to accumulate numerous tangible skills, tips and advice to be sent straight to your inbox. If you would like to receive these fortnightly, then sign up on the newsletter link below. Talk to you soon.